0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, your host for today's uh, Rick and Morty panel discussion on the latest episode of Rick and Morty Rest and Rick's Laxation. Um, We had a recap podcast earlier in the week discussing this episode. You can check that out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for... Overly Animated Rick and Morty on iTunes to find our Rick and Morty specific feed or our Overly Animated general feed. We have a recap and panel discussion here every week, um, so you can subscribe to us for all your Rick and Morty content, including next week where there'll be no episode, we'll still have our panel discussion, so look out for that, although no recap podcast, uh, because no episode. Um, But let's uh, this is our panel where uh, we get uh, new opinions on the episode from our panelists and they'll be graded on their answers uh, on uh, criteria of correctness, originality and um, reasoning. Yeah, there you go. And also how much you piss me off. So um, those are the criteria. Um, So let's uh, let's meet our panelists for today uh introduce yourself and or no, i mean don't introduce. Yourself. just talk about the <laughs> talk about the uh <laughs> what you thought of uh rust and relaxation. laxation first is our defending champion alex bonilla hola uh i'll say i'll just say rick and rick laxation
1: very good episode uh I'll begin with a hot take. All original music on this show sucks. Terry Folds, get out of here.
0: Oh, that's a strike already. Oh, I don't know. I don't like that. Considering, My, might as that, well get the negative points oh, out of the way early. Considering I've listened to Terry fold about a hundred times since Sunday. I don't know. I think that's instant negative points for Alex. <laughs> well, boo What do you mean sucks? Like obviously it's bad, but that's not the point. Like it's funny, right? Do you do you disagree? Uh, yes it wasn't funny okay okay <laughs> what <laughs> that is just wrong i mean it's subjective you know, so uh, we'll, well also maybe that's yeah, all we'll, we'll talk about it a little more but i
1: just it's using the episode it's fine but hearing it in full just nah. Mm,
0: okay you, i'll start you off mm. with a negative two although you'll have a chance to justify yourself and uh take away those points later okay um <laughs> next is uh april collins
2: Hey, uh, I also really enjoyed this episode, and hot take, I enjoyed the music in this episode. <laughs> well, and that's it was not a hot, hot
3: take. Of, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else, <How> <laughs> you liked it. <that?
2: laughs> no, it's my hot take, because I enjoyed the music, and it helped play a role into the episode greeting that I gave it, so booyah.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I, I Correct opinion. D- I do agree this is not a hot take. Hot take has to be uh, divergent from the consensus oh. opinion, yeah. Um, well...
2: Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> it's, 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 it's,
0: it's, it's odd to take relative to the opinion that has so far been expressed on the podcast by Alex. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, last is uh, Andy Potter.
3: Hello, and I am the example of Dylan's last criteria for grading because I pissed him off last week. Look,
0: hopefully you've learned your lesson. and we'll I have... hope
3: I have, Dylan, <laughs> but I've never claimed to be a quick learner, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. But okay. uh, I like this episode. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to say this episode is bad. Just I, it was not it was like a lot like a classic Rick and Morty episode. There was a lot fewer laughs though, but the actual structure was very similar and I liked it. And I'll get into why I liked it later, but I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. OK,
0: OK, so um, we've heard their intro takes, but now let's get uh, dive into um, more detail on what they thought of the episode. I want all of our panels to grade the episode on an A to F scale, uh, according to their whatever their arbitrary system is. Um, so, Alex, you can start us off. What is your grade for this episode and why?
1: I give this episode a solid A. Uh, I, I think a. it sneaks into into my top five. Honestly, it was there was almost no flaws in the entire episode. I think from the very beginning, like the intro is one of the best I've, I've seen in the show so far. Just stick the little random Star Wars parody in the middle and then just them exchanging screams <laughs> and c- cries and sobs and just Rick admitting he lost control. And from there on, like the rest of, of the show, like it's a very interesting twist on a common trope in animation, just uh, cha- changing up how you split the two halves of a personality. I think uh, that initial uh, when they initially show Toxic Rick and Tatsik Morty, they do a good job of not making it too obvious until Rick spells it out for you. And, and also, just the the side characters I, I love in this episode: Jessica, Stacy, Jacqueline. They're they're all re- really good to me. Just uh, yeah, I, I, I could if I have problems with with this episode, they're nitpicks. So really, uh, I think it deserves the A.
0: Okay, A. Um, I like the bold uh, grade out of the gate here from Alex. April, what's your grade for this episode?
2: I gave this episode an A-. minus. Uh, overall, it was a great Rick and Morty episode. It had a lot of the classic elements uh, kind of jumping around all oh. over the place. I really enjoyed the music, uh, especially... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Point- <laughs> said pointedly, Yeah. <laughs>
2: I like that there was sort of like a theme between like the toxic Rick and Morty and then like the the quote unquote healthy Rick and Morty. They each had their own sort of theme music, which I, I really got into. I like music. Um, I liked the jokes in this episode. They played really well into the story. I also like that we still got that. I'm all about the darkness of this season. And so I like that we got that. Um, that hint of that darkness that they keep you know they've been telling us about all season. this is the darkest season ever. yada, yada, yada. But yeah, a solid a minus from me. so and my my one nitpick I'll get into later so
0: okay. Uh, a minus from April. Andy, what's your grade here?
3: My grade is a B plus, but I want to say that I don't think my grade is necessarily a lot worse than theirs. It's just that my scale is a lot, I think a little lower than theirs because this is actually tied with Pickle Rick in my head and it's really hard to tell for me which one's better they're just really different episodes but they're both up there and for me an A is just like the funniest the best possible thing ever that Rick Rick and Morty can do because there's a scale of only Rick and Morty episodes so I think this is a fair B plus and this is a really good episode though and I really liked it we got into some things that I really enjoyed I really liked talking about their ideas of what toxic and healthy are I really liked some of the gags in this episode were really funny there were a couple that recurred uh, multiple times through the episode and they were really good um and i think but there were a couple things i didn't like i thought there were a couple of elements they could have done without but overall the concept was really great and there's just a couple of nitpicks over some things that i disliked
0: oh my grading scale is so tough i'm andy that was your answer there um
2: (laughs) I was gonna say goodness.
0: Yeah, that was, that
2: was <laughs> <laughs> holding Rick and Morning to such a high yeah, standard. <laughs> that was
0: that was my mocking of your no. So um that was okay, good, good. Uh b plus at the lowest. That was uh uh am I gonna be too mean to Andy that this this podcast? That's what we're gonna track here. So um but I, I think you are but... I think I might, but uh but uh, that would, uh, good grades on this episode. Um, Alex gets a five for the boldness of giving it a day. I like hot takes here. So um, hot takes all around for Alex so far. I feel like he's he's determined that I like these hot takes. This is this is a good route to go. April gets uh, four points. Also a good answer. Although you said, I like music as its own phrase. Um, so minus one point for that. I um, don't <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I'll get that
0: point
2: back. <laughs> okay, I
0: like that, dude. Um, Andy gets uh, four points because of his uh to- tooting his own horn on his grading scale here only i can do that andy okay so let's <laughs> you can't a- never mind i'm, I'm done yeah andy, uh, andy, <laughs> andy's I'm like done. mimicking my behavior there and losing points for it um i'm not uh, hypocritical what are you talking about so let's uh let's get into our next question who is the mvp of the episode which character uh, would you uh, describe as the MVP? And you have to distinguish between toxic and healthy Rick and Morty here. So you can't just give me Morty for the fourth week in a row, Alex. You have to, you at least have to <laughs> give me <laughs> toxic. To <laughs> you at least have to give me toxic or healthy Morty. Okay, um, uh, Andy, who's your MVP? My MVP of the
3: episode is—I'm pretty sure that it's toxic Rick because he is just the. Kind of like we've been arguing this entire season, the entire show about what Rick's personality is, like if he actually cares about people, if he actually um, has these feelings for his family. And this episode – and we've had a a lot of really definitive things, but this episode's like, yes, he does, and he thinks they're bad. He thinks those ideas are bad. And I just – Everything that Toxic Rick stands for is everything that we've been trying to figure out about Rick this entire show, and he does it. And not to mention, he's just a really funny character through all of this. Just the idea that he's goop, and the idea that he's he wants to kill health, "quote unquote" healthy Rick is just really great. But also, there's some things about Toxic Rick that are actually redeemable, and it just and this reflects in Toxic Morty as well. And it's just I just really find it interesting. I find these kinds of dark mirrors really interesting when they're done well sometimes they're not done well. Like There's some Star Trek episodes that have really strayed into like bad mirroring, but this episode really does it well. And when it does like this, I just love it. I love these mirrors. I love getting foils for characters and seeing how they interact together. And this was a perfect example of how to do it in a comedy like this.
0: Okay, Toxic Rick. Um, strong start here. April, who's
2: your MVP? Uh, my MVP was Jessica, because... <laughs> <laughs> hold on um i appreciated that she was totally honest and uh, it's kind of weird for such a side character to kind of have character development especially in a show like this where she like you're always just sort of like she's pinned as that like popular girl and everything like that but then she like takes note of morty she goes out on a date with him and instead of like lying to him Uh, she was totally honest she's like this isn't working out like this isn't gonna go anywhere I don't like who you are now and just ends the date there and I totally appreciate that honesty especially in a show such as Rick and Morty Um, and then even at the end like she I enjoy that she got into a fight with Rick because Rick tried to put it on her that she was trying to get Morty to come back or that she wanted a new Morty but I'm pretty sure she's not aware of, like, that there are multiple Mortys in the universe. And so she just fights with him about it. And, yeah, I I like her in this episode. So that's my MVP. Hot take. Ooh,
3: ooh. <laughs> mm. This is a
0: good strategy, uh, picking Jessica in the, in the Who's the MVP. Um, I, lo- I love that Jessica. Just- I love the diving into um like was jessica or rick being honest at the end by like solving it by saying jessica doesn't know about multiple mortys so um mm-hmm. ooh, that was above and beyond I-, I enjoyed that a lot okay alex uh who's your mvp here uh,
3: anybody want to take a guess <laughs> <laughs> Are <you saying> morty? <laughs> Look, well, wait
2: which uh, one though
3: <laughs> no no he's gonna say just morty i promise you
1: <laughs> no no I- I think the MVP here is Healthy Morty. I think even oh. th- even though he gets the mo- the most screen time of any k- of any of the four halves here, I think he's the one who doesn't uh, lay out like what his issues are like in words, whereas like Toxic Rick, Toxic Morty and even Healthy Rick, they kind of just like let their stuff out, like they let their character motivations out like clearly, like oh, I hate myself. Oh, uh, I think that these people should have the right to choose for themselves, like things like that. Whereas Healthy Morty, I think his is more shown in how he acts or how how he reacts to people around him. Uh, what what kind, like, he doesn't actually state these things outright, and it gives us a little bit more room to interpret his character. And also just like in terms of entertainment, I think his manic delivery of his lines, whether in the restaurant or in the Wall Street uh, parody scene, the, the fact that he just like manages to seduce two mature women who don't know him is just, you know, it's like all like little interest and also there's like quirks like him eating like ooh, organic. like just like <laughs> I think just the com- the combination of all of that together like makes him the most interesting of the four halves here. And I think it, it's good that despite him getting the most screen time, he ends up being the one that I think got the most depth of any of these halves.
0: okay, okay. these are these are all strong answers here um andy gets uh four points for um toxic rick um a little bit conventional of a choice but i like the justification there um april a full five points for choosing jessica what a good strategy i love jessica this this is a great pick (laughs) and a bonus point for figuring out uh was right jessica or, or rick at the end so six points for april um and alex how do you choose morty for the fourth week in a row <laughs> he warned you i take I, look so the only reason you're not getting a zero here is because this is the correct answer that's the like, this is <laughs> you're, you're right that healthy morty is definitely the mvp but i'll give uh, only three points you can't and i'm if, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with that yeah. you don't have to justify it <laughs> that's yourself. probably more than you thought Let's was happening except three yeah.
2: points
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a great explanation and it's the correct pick but oh my god again again okay Look, uh-huh. Morty is the star of
1: season three. How many times do I have to tell you? Uh, four in person. a row, apparently. We could pick
0: Morty Yes, we pick Morty you would. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> for, for, for the record, Toxic Rick was my first choice. Toxic
0: Rick? Wait. So, <laughs>
1: but, no, well, so, I ha- so I had the option of either copying Andy's answer or go- oh, copying my own hmm. in the
0: past week's. <laughs> okay this is why you prepare three answers for the panel that's that's the conclusion here um I, I i was i was about to i was about to get mad at the waffling but i preparing multiple answers that's a good ta- that's a good tactic here okay um let's go into quicker answers here in the lightning round what is the funniest line of the episode april
2: uh aren't you a child only in the ways that matter <laughs> 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 like Ooh. that's the best. Like it's the worst pickup line, but it worked. So, <laughs> dang it, Stacy! Why do you have to do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure which part is funnier of that sequence. Honestly, like
2: exactly like those two lines together just make the whole scene because he's like hardcore, like trying to pick her up, and she, and then she just straight up is like, "Aren't you a child?" And he just says, "Only in the ways that matter," and it, she still goes for it. I mean. I guess props to her, but I'm kind of disgusted at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like. That. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's a
1: it's a little weird once you once your mind starts wandering to pedophilia.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. obviously, like Holy this God. whole episode, Long. duh. <laughs> That's crazy, not a hot take there, I would say. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, I yeah. think the way Stacy sells the beginning of like, yeah, aren't you a child? Like, just, oh, <laughs> I love I love that line read. Okay um by the way stacy would have been like eight points if you chose her for mvp no one did that um oh, come on
2: St- stacy's the mvp her, here her. Come on. she really is poor girl <laughs> i think stacy jessica
0: and healthy morty are all correct answers okay um that's april's uh funniest line of the episode um andy what's your line uh
3: my favorite line and a don't think it should be a surprise to any of you because you saw me post this on the Patreon group my favorite line was she can't keep the drones they turn into a little voltron robot they're awesome you can't keep the drone and i just love (laughs) it. like it's not just that like kids want to give up technology like he uses voltron as a reason why he can't give them up and i just love this like he's attached to the fact that he made a voltron robot and i just love it (laughs) I love it so much. It's such a stupid <laughs> explanation for why. He could have just said, no, they're my drone. But he had to add this part to it as well. Yeah, I love it. Yeah,
0: definitely loving the Voltron robots here. Um, Alex, your funniest line.
1: Is it wrong if I think this is kind of hot? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the, like, I guess this entire episode had a lot of
1: kinky stuff, but like that... Just her her entire vibe of like thinking everything was related to to sets and like in the end was like is this kind of, some kind of sets dungeon and no. all. But I think that <laughs> I think that was the peak of, of that like theme going on in that sequence. Just like, while the Rick Rick and Morty are fighting with each other, it's just like that, okay, that's what you get off huh? on. No, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love I love that line too. Um... Clearly, we're agreeing. stacy's the MVP. If we're giving two out of the three best lines of the episode to stacy here I mean, come on, Be- best jokes per minute. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think jokes. that's true. We need to, that's our new that's our new uh, Rick and Morty statistic. Well, best
2: jokes. That's how we'll grade characters.
0: I think that was a little creepy. Alex saying that line though. You like you were like into it. Okay, um, like into the <laughs> line right there. I don't know if I like that. Gotta get into character, man. Yeah, I don't know if that was a good <laughs> one to get into
2: character for. Okay, yeah. A good
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you did
2: his best. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, five points all around. These are good choices as opposed to last week when you guys did not choose good lines. These are these are three of the funniest lines. I agree. Um, I, the only thing is that the Voltron one might be more of a gag than a line.
3: Um, I think I cho- I I focused it on the line though specifically.
0: Yeah, I, you approached it right, but you might have taken someone get someone's gag. But um, yeah, there you go. Five points all around. Good job, guys. Uh, let's move on to funniest gag of the episode. More of a long long uh, form concept that you found funny. Um Alex, uh what's yours?
1: I mean it's stupid but just when Morty's describing the spa treatment to Jessica and he's making all these weird noises, it's like whoosh bah, bah, wee wee wee. So just like it, like it's just like a random bobble of, no- of noises and Jessica's just like freaked out. <laughs> but like it goes with the whole manicness of that entire scene and I think like that was the nice icing on the cake of that
0: interaction before Jessica's like nah. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't consider that one. Did you guys like that part, April Andy?
3: <laughs> it was okay. Um, I didn't really focus in on it really heavily, but I mean, it was it was good. It was well animated, I think
2: i think so too yeah.
1: but it, it's it's I mean, probably one of the more lowbrow gags of the of the episode but like it, there it, you it, go <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah not the sex dungeon stuff okay but um yeah i mean
2: there's there's no really no that,
1: that's very nuanced
0: <laughs> oh okay yeah okay. that's if you say so yeah definitely some uh great justin roland voice acting here with healthy morty for sure um in that scene especially okay that's an interesting choice april what is your f- funniest gag of the episode
2: So I know we're putting her as the MVP character, but I put her as my favorite gag. And that's Mm. Stacy, especially how she even got the what is it, the post credit scene where she like finally gets out of the thing and she yells sea cucumber, but just like her the entire time, because she's just like, is this a sex dungeon? Like, and I think she even like says sea cucumber like right away. But just I thought she was just a great gag the entire episode. So, or I guess, for, uh, what is it? The character is pedophilia. That's kind of wrong. but <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: That's the funniest gag? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, clearly, I think Stacey's great. Um, I think if you could say, like, Stacey's, like, uh, sexual deviance is a gag, I don't know if the character itself, are- but she is kind of a gag character, I guess. So,
2: yeah, she yeah. kind of is. Like, she starts off the whole, like, sexual deviance of healthy Morty, I guess. So, yeah. Just and it just goes from there, like and no one questions it either. That's the biggest problem. We're not going to get into it because that's a dark path. But
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Stacy, as the favorite gag. Andy, what's yours?
3: My fa- I think my favorite gag. My, my favorite gag of the episode was Trisha Lang at the beginning and end when she was first talking about docking and then talking about getting peed on and saying yum. Like these, I don't know. Like <laughs> she's just talking about this in the middle of the hallway. These weird things that like you just while don't talk they're about at school <laughs> yeah while you're at school you don't talk about this at school you don't talk about this like around just casual friends like this at school and she's just like oh i just want that docking kind of love like the penis in- inside the foreskin kind <laughs> of love and it's just so <laughs> absurd and everyone's just like yeah this is normal this is a normal conversation at school today this is fine and i i don't know i, I found it really funny both the times it came up in the episode
0: Okay, um, I th- Andy, I think that uh, you just weren't uh, having good enough time in high school. I think that was the problem. That's
3: the-
0: <laughs> maybe- I was a band kid. Yeah, I think that, that <laughs> might have been. I, I feel like the opposite is. Uh, wait, yeah, so, I yeah. feel
2: like those are the kinkers, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, no, no. See, I was, I was like, I was wait a, a second, did we not all talk that. about that in high school? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you didn't... the thing is, I was a lame band kid, so everyone else around me was doing mm-hmm. it, and I wasn't. Okay. That was the
2: problem. Oh, but I was in band, too, so Ooh. you lost your excuse?
0: Oh, Oh, ooh, smack talk. Oh, I like it. Okay, um, okay, d- decent choices all around here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm um, super sold on any of the answers, but they're all justified. Well, so four points all around on funniest gag. Um, yay! Yeah, yay. Uh, Let's get into our longer form question, and uh, that is: What are your major takeaways about the characters of the characterizations of Rick and Morty? Um, based off of this episode, like based off of the things we learn about them from Healthy Rick and uh, Healthy Morty and uh, Toxic Rick, Toxic Morty. What are your big takeaways here? So um, can go. I think there's a lot here in the episode can kind of go in any direction. Uh, April, you're up first here.
2: Uh, so I just thought the biggest takeaways was what they sort of define, like how the character, because they don't say it until later in the episode, but the their toxic characters are what they themselves define as what is toxic in, to themselves and so i thought that was really interesting especially like when i was rewatching it that how like rick's definition of being toxic is like caring for morty and everything like you know like it's it's caring for morty is my biggest takeaway from that you know and he that he didn't necessarily like want to destroy the world or anything like that he just wanted to Turn it turn it into a more toxic environment. Whereas like healthy Rick was like, oh well, who am I to decide like what happens to each dimension and whether it's saved or destroyed? But then I also thought it was really interesting that whenever they're fighting inside the house, healthy Rick worried about the safety of Beth and Summer, but his talk to- the toxic version of him cares about Morty. So I thought that was really interesting that there was that difference between like caring, like it's okay for him to care about like Beth and summer, but it's not okay for him to care about Morty. So I just thought, I just took that like, I don't know. It was interesting to me. And then for Morty, basically his like toxicity toxicity is like being cowardly and worrying and things like that versus healthy Morty where he, like, he just didn't care. Like, he was like, eh, let toxic Rick and toxic Morty, like, be trapped or whatever. Like, he just, he didn't care. And, like, he was very honest, I guess. So, I guess, like, those, those other characteristics in himself sort of came out versus being, like, worrying, having to care about, like, what's going on with Rick and what Rick is up to and everything, like that. So, it was really, it was really interesting to sort of see that play out. And then to later learn that that's how they define what's toxic in their lives. Mm.
0: Okay, good, good start here. Um, Andy, uh, what do you think on this topic?
3: I, I, there's a lot to say here, and I want to start with I think April really touched on this first level that like this is what's going on. They don't under, they have different opinions of what's toxic about themselves than what I think the viewers might think are toxic. But I think there's a second level here, and that level is that they don't understand how to become healthy and that's what really became clear here because they're just they're because I think this is a theme that keeps going through the whole season here that Rick is looking for a way to be healthy but he's also looking for a quick fix in a lot of ways. He's looking for a way to just suddenly wake up and these parts that he think are bad are gone. But when we had the when we had Pickle Rick we saw that we had this argument that it's work and whether you're doing it through therapy or not, it's going to be work trying to figure out how to be a healthier person because you can't just pick and choose how to throw away things that are bad about yourself or you think are bad about yourself. And that's what they think is fi- is becoming healthy, just throwing out these things that are bad about themselves because I don't think they really show remorse at the end. They're just like, oh, that didn't work. I guess we're just fine. Like, I think that they're just trying to be like, hey, this didn't work, so there's no way to fix it and we're just going to keep going forward. And I think we're going to – we are going to tackle more ways of how they're unhealthy and healthy in the future, especially Rick. But in the short term here, Rick was just like, yep, I'm myself again. And he like farted and said like, excuse me. Like he was happy with fact to being himself and he kind of missed the whole point of this, which was trying to become healthy. And I'm – I think it's a lot of short-sightedness and I think it's a lot of they just need to put in the work and they don't want to. And that became – Expressly clear here that both of them need to put in some amount of work to get something out of it. They're not. There's not a. There's not just some magical machine that's going to make them better people. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Relating it back to the therapy talk in Pickle Rick. Um, Alex, uh, chime in here. What's your take?
1: Well, um, something that April said stood out to me because she talked about how this episode is kind of saying that Rick's uh, idea of being toxic is like uh, caring for Morty. And I think it, it's interesting when you look at healthy Rick. He does actually mention that he's proud of being Rick, of uh, being uh, Morty's uh, grandfather, and also he does show some concern for for Morty because at the at the end, the his uh, his motivation for getting the two sides to merge is for Morty to actually be healthy, not this kind of fakeness. So I, I think it's a bit more um, nuanced than the fact the fact that Rick just does like, thinks that caring for Morty is wrong. But I do think that he's worried that if it might get to a point where something might might be very compromised if he shows too much uh, affection for Morty in the present without thinking uh, in the future or thinking of of the big picture, as healthy Rick mentions. Also, what stood out to me with uh, Morty was uh, this entire season has been kind of the arc of Morty gaining more confidence, being willing to speak out more against Rick. And it's interesting that healthy Morty, at least to me, like his interactions with Rick are very similar to how they are in in previous episodes of him being willing to smack Rick into logic, telling him no, what what you're thinking is wrong. Like that—that's how he's been acting, especially in, Vin- in Vindicator's three, for example. So it it's interesting that in that sense, it seems like Morty is already pretty healthy to begin with. A lot of a lot of his uh, cowardice or what he perceives to be toxic hasn't really shown up a lot since the early seasons so I, I found that that thing interesting that while Rick seems to be de- uh, declining or, or like uh, failing in his attempts Morty seems to be on a positive route but you also have to wonder if uh, if uh, being with Rick for too long will end up reverting that at some point or making it go past a line where he becomes like pure healthy Morty which is uh, having that overconfidence flow into your the rest of your relationships such as uh, Jessica or maybe your family and then you just end up shutting everybody
3: out. I can I say that I just really disagree with this idea that Morty's healthy because I guess I might have like a personal experience with this and I'm really sure that Morty has anger problems and that's not really a joke that's like a real thing that you have when you're young when you're not sure how to in developmental phases. We've seen Morty Hurt people in ways that are insane, insanely brutal, and we can't just blame them on like the situation. On like, because one episode he was in the purge thing, and he just got went crazy, killing people, and he was just so mad. And I have experience with this. When I was a kid, I had anger problems. I had anger management problems. I had to go to therapy and fix it. And I'm not saying therapy is the only way to do it. I'm just saying. I had to put in work to fix it. And I don't think Morty's addressing that as a problem with himself, that anger is a problem that he needs to focus on because it can mess up your life if you don't just figure out that you're more angry than you need to be. And I think it's kind of blasé to say that he's not angry, more angry than he should be, because I really do think he is way more angry than he should be right now.
1: Right. But it's interesting that, health, that Healthy Morty... Really, only expresses his anger towards Rick. He doesn't really express it towards other people. Like, for example, his relationships with uh, Jessica and the woman were very res- were very respectful, right? So, I think that definitely, as you're mentioning, like this is his idea of being healthy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there are flaws. And that if he continues on this route that we've been seeing going in, in the season, but with uh, without him realizing that there's a line that could very easily be crossed, then that that's where where you're right. It does become unhealthy. But I think right I, now, just his relationship with Rick, like Justin, the self-contained, I think that it is good that Morty's finally willing to speak out when things are going wrong, and in that sense, be the conscience for Rick.
3: I guess I just disagree with that argument, because I still see him getting angry at Rick, and I'm worried that that's going to push him further towards that line that could be irrevocable, where he does something really bad. I mean, this, this season started with him pretty much killing—he thought that he shot Rick to death, but he, he just didn't read the note. Like, that's how this season opened. Like, there's some stuff there with Morty that we're just not getting into yet. And I'm really sure that it's going to result... I, It's going to end some in some way this season, I think. I think that's what we're leading to, with either Morty or Rick having some crazy revelation or doing something really either on the edge of their character or maybe even, like, weirder than we're used to. But something's going to happen here. Something has to break or change at some point this season. Or they're just going to go really, really bad. So that was a good... Th- also... Yeah, go ahead, April. Oh.
2: Oh, I was going to say, I also think that it's um, like it's kind of interesting that, because I was just thinking while I was listening to you guys talking, and I thought it was very interesting that we kind of talked about how Morty's sort of, like, healthy Morty was sort of working towards a path towards isolating himself, and when you think about it, that's kind of what, like, regular Rick had, had done to himself, is he sort of isolated himself away from his family and friends and things like that. And so, it like, I was just thinking, like, that, that it's an interesting parallel to make, especially with healthy, with, quote, unquote, healthy Morty, is that he, you know, he just ends up, like, I he, you know, he goes out on a date with Jessica and completely ruins it and then doesn't even really care in the end. And even then, like, you know, his, I think her name, the girlfriend that he had Jacqueline. or even Jacqueline, Jacqueline, yeah. So, like, even, like, with Stacy and Jacqueline, like, he had no problem just sort of leaving them behind and just picking up from there. I mean, not like it was a huge, like, he was picking up and starting over, but an- in a sense, he just had no, uh, he had no issues leaving them behind. And that's often what they would describe regular Rick as, is that, oh, he just kind of comes and goes as he pleases. He doesn't care what he leaves behind. And those words have actually come out of Morty's mouth. So it, it's an interesting parallel to sort of see played out. And even if it's just a small one, but it, it could kind of like it, I can see it leading into something bigger just from that, because that's, that's Morty's idea of what being healthy is. So, like Morty's idea of being healthy is, you know, being confident and standing up for himself, but also being okay with just being alone. Like that doesn't seem right. That just seems like it's a, um, like a, a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, I think, so I think April's touching on this a little bit, Alex, I need you to defend this point that healthy, them this is Morty on a healthy trajectory from this episode, because my level one analysis of Morty's character from this episode is that um Healthy Morty is a, is like such a douchebag and Healthy Rick is yes, like a much better that... is kind of like a much better person than normal Rick. It seems like I Rick's it, Rick's image of what healthiness is is way more is way more correct than what Morty's image of healthiness is. This this the detoxifier um goes on their perceptions of what's uh, toxic and not. And it seems like Morty, Rick, and I, I would say the level of analysis on Morty is that um, Rick has ruined his image of what is healthy for himself. Um, all he's concerned about is uh, blatant, like uh, social confidence and um, he places no weight on anything moral. Um, healthy Morty has no conscience, he says, uh, or says Jacqueline. Um This is uh, like Morty's healthy image of himself as a tool bag. This seems like it's a very bad path uh, from
1: from what I've seen. Yeah, see, it's interesting because he mentions having lack of a conscience, right? But at the same time, he, uh, when Rick is all like, well, uh, let's let the world decide what they want to decide. But uh, Morty is the one who has to be like, no, you have to think about the rest of the, of the people. Uh, we're, we're not going to be happy, toxic and all. So like he, he while he, he mentions having lack of a conscience, I do feel that he has some sort of empathy. And that's, as I mentioned, that is demonstrated somewhat in his relationships as well. And uh, I think, uh, help this healthy morty is not the target he wants so i i think there are healthy traits that he's working towards but you're right if he if he turned into this f- full stop then yes he would be a terrible person because that is basically him having rick as his role model and rick as we've noted as we noted has positive traits like the fact that he is able to uh, he's able to get himself out of different situations the fact that he's able to commu- like uh, friend people from various uh, races and uh, and dimensions and all. They're like at, at the start, like those are good things. But then he also has his toxic side, right? The fact that he wants to prove he's more intelligent than everyone uh, then ends up working to his detriment. And I think the same thing works with Morty here. Right now he's building positive traits. The fact that he is ga- gaining confidence in his ability to interact with other people. But it could, as as we mentioned, very easily go into full. "Quote unquote," healthy Morty, which will end up putting him in an isolationist situation and making him just mirror Rick's path into basically exile and just floating around. And while he may think he's happy, that his broken relationships are going to end up hurting him in the long run. So, like, what I guess what what, what's your your logic
0: behind uh, Morty uh, this like not being what Morty views as healthy? Like, this not being Morty's idealized healthy form. but it,
1: No, no, well, like, I, to him, this is ideal, ideal, and obviously, he's as we mentioned, like, Rick has a better idea of what is toxic and what is not, because he's an adult, because he has experience. Whereas Morty, his experience is with Rick, so obviously he has to bait, or at least not, not obviously, but due to his experience, he's basing his definition of toxicity on what he sees in Rick, what he views as his negative and his po- positive uh, values, right? So... Like in, in that sense, his idealized view is, pro- is not totally correct. However, there are traits that I think that he would be better, better off for developing as long as he doesn't make it so that it ends up going too far out of control or he ends up uh, ruining relationships in the process.
0: So I think I think you're close to this answer. What do you think of um, of uh, something that popped into my head here? That what uh, what healthy Rick and Morty are is not their idealized versions of themselves. Yes. it's what their what's what their concept of the toxic parts of themselves are minus their current selves. Like the detoxifier doesn't say here's the perfect version of you. It removes what you think is the worst part of you. So this isn't necessarily what Morty thinks is um, his ideal form. It's just. It's just Morty minus his, like, incredible insecurities.
1: Exactly. And I think that's what they mentioned when the machine is working. Like, it just removed the toxins. It didn't necessarily um, cha- change them in any way. It just took things away from them.
3: And this is—I this is, was actually going to get into this. I was really going to jump on this. I think it's really important to make this distinction because this isn't idealized. But it's also important because if this is— When you take something out, it doesn't have the same effect as just changing yourself in some way. Because if you just take something away, there's a lot of unforeseeable consequences with that. And that's what my whole point about it being work is. And that's why it has to be work. If you just take parts of your personality away, you're not the same person at the end. The goal of becoming healthy is being the same person, but in a healthy equilibrium with your own personality and the people around you. If you're taking things out of you, you're just trying to cut corners and it doesn't work. And that's yeah, I think that's a really – I think that's a really good point, Dylan. I really like – that. That's, I think that's the crux of this whole episode, actually. Yeah, you, you tied that well back into your um, got to work for healthiness argument. I wasn't buying
0: that at first, but I think – I mean, obviously, I buy this as a life concept, but in terms of like a takeaway of this episode. But you tied that in well to what I was saying there. Um, yeah, so – I think maybe Alex's argument would be that um, this is like Morty's worst potential for him, but um, you know, this isn't necessarily what, uh, what he views. I think it is interesting to track is Morty on a good or bad path here. I think at the very least, to a certain extent, this episode would show that Morty is being poisoned by Rick a lot. Like, I think this, this shows the effects of Rick's, uh, Rick's just kind of influence on uh, Morty's worldview. Um, and uh yeah, I think that. Yeah, and
1: and I'd agree with that. You're taking the good with the bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also evidence of healthy Morty doing some good things too. Like he is kind of respectful to these women to a certain extent. Um, there's like, uh, although you know, overall he's a creep, but like, uh, you know, he's uh, there, the, he does some good things. Yeah, like trying to stop Rick. There, there's some good points in there. It's a, it's a pretty nuanced take. Um, so nuanced that it makes me wonder, like, are there firm conclusions behind it, or is it just like? Like gray um, is like, would we get to that point, and are there even takeaways? Anyway, um so that's a, that, that's a good discussion here. Uh, I have I have grades written down. I don't remember why we did them. So um <laughs> uh, April got three points. Alex got four points. Andy got four points, and then a bonus point for something chiming in along the way. So there you go. Cool. Uh, why? Sounds Who knows? Legit. Who knows? But uh, that's what I wrote down. Also, I think it's better to go last on that question because you all just kind of built on your on the last person's answers. Um, yeah so uh the, as opposed to the other questions going first okay uh close heading into our final round let's make this a lightning final round here is that uh there's a good discussion but took a while what is the weakest part of the episode uh april
2: uh for me i hated the overuse of the word pussy it drove me crazy. <laughs> wait so what are some
0: examples none come to mind at the top of my head well just the song so- at the end
2: <laughs> well yeah there was the song at the end which wouldn't have been so bad but Toxic Rick used that word to describe healthy Rick like almost every time he spoke to him like or was talking about him. he's like yeah like he would just like call him a pussy he'd like it, it just really bothered me just like the overuse of it like there was too much like if it was like one or two times but I think like I counted and it was a, it was a lot like I think it hit ten at least so like it, it was just too much. Like every time he was just like, yeah, you would think that you pussy. And it was like, why? Like, what was the point of saying that word again? And I don't know if it's just because like, I'm a girl and I just have a problem with that. But I didn't, I didn't like it. And it, it, it got like, really annoying and sort of like, wore down on me. And that's the reason why like, if, if you had taken out like, over half of the use of that word then it would have been like a really great episode for me mm. but i just wasn't i wasn't into it <laughs> yeah. no
0: definitely not uh, uh it's definitely generally applicable and um yeah definitely just generally sexist a, a word to use um just r- yeah. r- female connotations well- and it's a negative word yeah
2: Well, and the other thing, too, is like, it's a word that they've never used before Mm. ever, like in the entirety of the show. I've never heard that word come out of any character. And so I was just like, it was very, like, abrasive to me. Is there an
0: argument that since it's Toxic Rick saying it, that they're like not condoning it and it's just like an asshole who's doing it?
3: Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're
0: going for. The fact that he's just totally disrespectful to
1: everyone he meets.
3: That's, but I mean there's a point where like if you use it so many times like even if it is coming from like an asshole character it is it I can see where it becomes very abrasive.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean and and it's not like there aren't other words like to use, you know what i mean? Like you could have used bitch or something else, but also, also it, dislike like that
0: word too, but yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, but i mean i'm just saying like if you had like mixed that in with like asshole and everything like that, then it probably wouldn't have like i wouldn't have noticed it as much. But it was just because like it was the basically the only word that he had used like as an insult, i was just like like, why? Like, do we have to keep doing yeah. this? Like, um, I get it. You're supposed to be me or, you know, toxic. But even like toxic, you're, you're toxic, Rick. Like, you have a really, like, large brain. You're super smart. So I'm sure your vocabulary is just as large. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. They, they're showing different sides of Rick's intelligence, too, there. Um, yeah, and counterpoint to my counterpoint is that it doesn't really matter if it's an asshole character. Saying it's a TV show is still presenting uh, dialogue with that word in it. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't, is that true that they've never said that? They do say a bitch a lot. The, Alex, does the end credits song say pussy? I don't think that's true. Is it?
3: No, no? it doesn't. No, yeah, come on. It doesn't? No, 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 It just heavily implies.
2: No, Terry folds or not. Applied. Come on.
0: Terry folds are its own folds, and you know, it's its own thing. Um, yeah,
3: you thought that was sexual? How, do, how could you think that?
2: <laughs> it's a very pure
0: innocent song alex Jeez, they do say he does okay. say a little bitch in that song because that's justin Ro yeah. justin Rowland says that every single time he's in brawling but yeah um yeah i probably confuse the two of them that, that might be which yeah, i don't know not. if bitch is better i mean it's i it's, i didn't defer to april on this but um both have sexist connotations with uh with female referring to but um that's interesting uh i think i i think i, fa- I, I watched the show i like try to turn off my moral sense um but uh it's
2: it's just like it's just one of those things that was very much like in my face and i know we're launching into like this huge discussion about it and but that was just like for me that like i was i was just not into it like yeah no very valid um mm -hmm. yeah
0: this is yeah i'm surprised i'm surprised i didn't notice this i think the show's to like i think rick and morty's conditioned me to be super morally amoral watching the show (laughs) i feel like maybe that's the reason Um, I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting one. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely a larger discussion there. Um, but, uh, very valid. Um, Andy, what's your weakest part of the episode? Uh,
3: I think there's, there's the, the weakest parts episode are not, they're not that bad. Like, but I, if I had to pick one, I think I'd pick the fight in the living room between toxic and healthy Rick. I think it added the least to the episode. It really could have just been toxic Rick teleported into their world then went off and did his thing like it didn't really add anything to the plot we already knew that toxic and healthy rick didn't really like each other it didn't really change that it just added a couple of gags and the gags they had in that fight were actually pretty funny like the gun and morty showing up with the tank were both really funny moments for me but i think it added the least to the episode so i think that's the weakest part Hmm. i like the fight um (laughs)
2: <laughs> the fight. I'm, not saying
3: the, I'm saying there's a lot of good moments in this episode dylan if i had to pick something this is it it was and there, there's, there's an
0: argument for it being the down part okay i can buy that down tempo part of the episode um i did really i did let uh better or worse than the roller coaster fight last episode this is better than better, the better. Okay, better. okay i definitely i definitely is, think so yeah but this is also a better overall episode than the, well yeah than well, that episode. We'll, we'll, de- yes. we'll determine that next question but um alex your weakest part of the episode
1: okay weakest part of the actual episode i think it's the religion gag just the fact that Rick and Morty does it so much better with more nuance and get swifty, and like dedicates an entire B plot to it. so like this. It, it just felt like a cheap joke here. And it, it, you can if you want to insert the sets joke at the end of them, like having an orgy or whatever, you can put that in so many other settings that would also work. Just sticking in a church so you have the whole, oh, God, my God, this isn't real. We did it for money and all. But like if you've done that so much better in another episode, I feel I see no reason to just recycle it for a cheap joke here.
0: Um did you say get swifty and better in the same sentence interesting
1: <laughs> the b, the b plot is much better than the a plot i will admit um
0: I, I I enjoy that. Principal vagina. Is I do love principal <laughs> vagina. Okay, you brought it back around.
2: I yeah. love principal vagina as well. <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> pussy. Okay,
0: okay, um That was inappropriate. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I appreciated that. That
2: was appropriate.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that uh, 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 germ, like germ, I don't know with the anyway synonyms. Okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I agree with Alex. I think that was the weakest part of the episode. Was the um the first part of that joke. Um. And then I love the the children crying after they like kill the the mascot. But
2: yeah, the, the uh, mascot children murdering ass-able. each other is a uh, is a new theme of this yeah, show. Yeah, like. I find it, I, apparently <laughs>
0: apparently I find that very funny. So this is what I've learned
1: about yeah, myself. I do
2: too. So. <laughs>
0: Also, shout out to Zbaro, which I ate at, at Mall Food Courts very
2: often wow.
1: as a
0: kid. So, mm-hmm. hot takes bar is good. Anyway, um, so I guess it, it it used to be good. Oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's good different now, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Alex gets uh, five points for that answer. April gets five points. Oh, I'm I'm docking a point from Alex though for misremembering the song. He's criticizing. Come on. Um. And uh, Andy. Huh? Andy gets three points. I don't even remember. Oh, because I disagree. Okay. There you go. Um, wait, wait. What did I misremember? The, 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 the There's pussy in the song. No. Nope. 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 There
3: nope. Oh, oh yeah.
1: There's okay. not. Yeah,
0: you lose. Lost three points now from the song criticism. So that's not a good path to take here. Um, but this Just keep going. this episode, <laughs> and Andy's like, come on, give me the one. Um, this episode is the blank best episode of the season. The best, the worst, the second best, second worst. Out of six,
3: where would you rank it, um, Andy? I rank this second best. This is very close and like like very marginal, like to pickle Rick. But this is second best to me. It's a very different episode than I'm used to with Rick and Morty. It's a lot more plotty. It goes into a lot more deep themes that I did like. But um, I did just love the absurdity of Pickle Rick a little bit, a very little bit more than this episode okay um and by the way i have no answer to this for once i have
0: not ranked this episode i always rank episodes on my rick and morty rankings list right away this is this really is, this is Dylan, really you're tough
2: you're the this you're one's a really hard ranking episode, episode.
0: Yeah. i this is a, it's, a it's in my top half of episodes but i don't know where to put it so i'm I'm listening to your like your guys's logic here uh april uh length oh. best episode of the season uh
2: it's tied for second best episode for me that's with a very specific Pickle rick. For,
0: okay okay
2: Yeah, it's tied with pickle Rick. So um, I both really, really enjoyed them for especially for what they were worth. Um, But Rick Shanks stills. I still really enjoy that episode.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, a a lot of people definitely agree with you on that being number one. Um, Okay, tied for second second Alex, what do you think? What do you say? I've also got it second. Uh, I have
1: Rickshank Redemption as my as my first place, but I think it's better than Pickle Rick. It's better than the Mad Mads episode. It's better than Vindicator's. It uses its side characters a lot better. I don't think there's any down moments in this episode. So yeah, solid second best,
0: and as I mentioned before, top five of series overall. Hmm, is it smarter there to make up a different number just not to say second for the third time? Hmm, I appreciate the honesty, but. Um...
3: I, I don't get what I don't get about this is I don't get why you guys are ranking Rick Shank as first. I think that's this a, is a larger debate. I think it's we've, a little we've had more, this
0: debate. We've had this debate. I know. I know, I, I agree bad. with Andy here, but um, it's valid to, to have it one. Yeah, I think I, I, I think it's like one, two or this episode is like two or three to me. I don't even know. It, this, this is a tough one. See, think two that's is our why I said right? tied.
2: <laughs> like, it, it's tied for a second for me because I really enjoyed Pickle Rick, but I really enjoyed uh, Rest and Rick relaxation. But they're very different episodes, but they both do it really well for me. So
0: yeah. By the way, as as the season goes on, I'm getting a little higher on Vindicators because it's just like I don't think th- yes, I don't think this episode.
2: Join the yes, the Vindicators crowd. I, I don't think
0: this episode's as funny as Vindicators. <laughs> like I like I'm like that might be one of the funniest episodes of the season. Like clearly, it's like not as smart as as some of these other ones, but um, or like as narratively interesting. But uh, you know, there I think there's more laughter yeah. than some of these other ones. Anyway
2: yeah y'all gave me trouble for enjoying vindicators so hi. yeah
0: and not not my worst of the season you know you know what my worst is last week but um okay uh four points all around there to wrap things up uh what is your best guess for what will happen next episode uh two weeks from now on Rick ricklantis mix-up they're going to atlantis that's all we know ricklantis mix-up um april give me something here
2: they're not actually going to atlantis <laughs> <laughs> They, that was right. They, you stole my
3: they head say head. they went to Atlantis. What's the. What's the how? They were going there.
2: I don't believe it. Don't they them. come they're back and don't
0: they wed and they came back from Atlantis? What happened?
2: Well, it could Maybe. be. Maybe. It
0: could be a Columbus situation where he thought he got to India,
1: but. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe the the they, they don't actually go to Atlantis. They're going somewhere else, but they're going to think they're there. Maybe they go to Atlanta. There we uh, go.
0: Atlanta, not Atlantis. So I like that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they went...
2: they're going to tip their hat to Futurama on that one. No,
0: so. Okay, um, I like that they're not going to Atlantis, and they make up a new answer.
3: Right. <laughs> I think they're going to go to Atlantis, but they're going to take something from atlantis and swap it with something else by accident and it's either gonna be like an egg or a precious treasure and they're just not gonna realize it and it's gonna lead to like one of those classic rick and morty episodes where a monster gets loose in their house or the town they live in and it's just gonna wreak wreak havoc and there's gonna be some crazy solution to it in the end and atlantis is gonna have to show up in their town and no one's really gonna care that atlantis is there no one's really gonna care at all wait
0: i didn't follow that atlantis is in their town Oh no! Like like warriors from Atlantis oh, okay. are going to okay. come to their town. To That's that seems like something they could do. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I do like I uh, like if you didn't have that prepared, that was good. I like making that up. Okay. Um, Alex.
1: Uh, so Rick and Marty head to Atlantis to like I guess get a, a rare virus from mutated dolphins that live there. <laughs> he manages to get it and comes back, but then he's later convinced to live amongst lost society that lives there in the ruins. And Morty has to uh, has to have a talk with Rick about why he wants to <laughs> abandon Earth. Rick has a very deep dialogue about how he can be happy in any dimension he wants. He doesn't need them. And Morty has to smack sense into him to bring him back.
0: See, Ooh. Alex outprepares you guys. I mean, that's... Uh... This is, this is this is his strength. This is this last question here? That's a that's a seven out of five answer for Alex. Um, April gets you... April gets five for um, they're not going to Atlantis. That was good comedic timing there. And, yeah. and uh, Andy gets five for making something up. So I, I I'm so
3: bad. Yeah. That's April. I'm so bad. I've been waiting all care. podcasts
0: Oh my god! Uh, it's just who I called on first. Well, that's uh, that's Andy's luck there. Okay, let's tabulate the final scores here um it was it was kind of close but there was one person who had a lead the entire time and uh uh th- tied for uh, both have 34 points is alex and andy and april wins with 36 points
2: yeah uh,
0: april you're for
2: look at me like my ball. Oh. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> okay worth it yes <laughs> good celebration here you have 30 seconds of facetime talk about whatever rick and morty subject you want, april uh what do you got
2: Oh, I still think that if you haven't gone and watched the episode where the people from the Adult Swim live stream, um, act out, uh, Vindicators, you should totally go watch it because it is great, it's a great time. Like, it always makes me laugh. So please go do that. Um, otherwise, I love you.
3: Otherwise?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) I guess, like, all inclusive for that? Okay, um. Yeah, Alex Alex wrote an article about that. You can find that on our blog section. They didn't do it for the last two episodes?
1: No. Uh, no, la- last episode I think they just sat in front of a couch watching <laughs> it and
0: giving commentary. <laughs> yep. What, if, what was this week, do we know?
2: Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't checked I this week okay. yet. Um I haven't heard anything from anyone about it, so I don't even know if they did anything. Yeah. I'm sure they did, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I'm really disappointed that hasn't become a full series. People seem
0: very mad. People you... are very mad at them trolling the the non-cable. Oh, it's hilarious! I don't know why
3: people are so mad about it.
2: I think it's funny because like the people who are mad about it are like the people who are exactly there to like watch it for free, um, and so it's very like. Like they're being really honest and they're throwing that honesty in their faces because the people who like regular the Adult Swim streams like they just think it's hilarious like they're like that's the best prank ever and we love you guys even more so for doing it so.
0: Okay Um, yeah Adult Swim can do what they want with their content you can't expect them to stream their own stuff for free I mean come on Um, who's Trisha Alex
1: uh trisha, so trisha trisha? <laughs> trisha is the kinky girl that appears in the beginning and the end talking about docking and
0: uh, peeing and all
1: and uh, I, just, uh, I just want to mention that a popular fan trisha, trisha lang please
0: just... use her full name yeah. okay yes sure enough or, we're, we're or, or, uh, or anybody else uh, <laughs> massive stripper titties that would also apply yes yeah, yeah.
3: stripper yeah. titties yeah, girl
2: stripper t- sure, t- sure. oh yes
1: <laughs> okay so we know that Tr- trisha was hanging out with brad who is connected to summer who is connected to rick Now, here, she's hanging out with Jessica, who is connected to Morty, who is connected to Rick. Also, we see that she has very interesting kinks. And also, we know that uh, she is trying to hang out like a high school kid. So, And she is voiced by Cassie Steele, who also voices Tammy, who also has all those qualities. (gasps) So, she's already appeared in two episodes back-to-back. She is important. She's. This is not the last you're going to see of her. Uh, my guest she's a, a uh, uh, she's an agent of of Tammy's. they're somehow connected there are some who think that they're the same person which i doubt but you are going to see trisha again is this from did you <laughs> see this somewhere
2: yeah, I saw, where did you I, see
1: I, this? I, I sensed it because I, I saw the voice cast, so I went and looked for Trisha's stuff and I
0: found someone that fleshed it out a little more. The but yeah, they have
1: the same voice, voice actors. That that that's Alex, good. why it's didn't you say this
0: me. during the thing? This is a ten point uh, theory here. Right. Oh, what, what yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just say it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tr- <laughs> Trisha Lang is Tammy in disguise. I think that's what we're saying here. I mean Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, please can we do this? Oh my god
3: we? this is this like, is like when from, i heard this I, is I like when i heard a lion
0: is pink diamond for the first time i'm all in i'm all in on this okay <laughs> 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 it makes so much sense though because why bring this random girl in for two episodes um yeah oh man
2: two episodes like one right after the other too and like
0: this, this is how tammy was introduced too she appeared in like
1: one background episode of summer in school then she appeared with bird person <laughs>
0: Oh man. Trisha Lang is Tammy. Oh, that would have okay, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in.
3: Trisha if,
2: Lang I'm there's so
3: much now, just randomly. It'll if be this great. is true, they've
0: done a great job integrating her into these two episodes. Um Yeah. yeah okay now i'm gonna be disappointed when it doesn't happen though so i think that's it.
3: yeah yeah <laughs> okay also
0: also in the finale uh, panel alex if this does not happen you'll lose points so um <gasps> oh, but if it happens cool. that's like plus 10 points so we'll see okay <laughs> if, if it happens <laughs> okay. by the way i wasn't
1: going to complain in episode but i didn't get a bonus point for saying it was going to happen in a spa yesterday uh, last panel, oh yeah yeah yeah
0: this- um i remembered i just did I just didn't remind oh, Philip. And Andy's and yeah. playing yeah. dirty <laughs> Yeah, I, I mentioned on the uh on the recap that someone said spot. I didn't remember who it was, but okay
2: it, would, it would definitely yeah, your bonus Alex. point
0: wouldn't have helped although um no if no. i didn't uh, it doesn't
2: matter i already <laughs> april
0: one. <laughs> no yeah
1: i would have invoked it if it was one point difference. okay i see that's smart
0: smart there um and again if i didn't dock someone they would have won typical okay so there. That was this is yeah. <laughs> self-inflicted docking here um but uh yeah so this is our panel here let us know what you thought on any of these please comment uh is trisha lang tammy we need to know
2: um Tell us. <laughs> I'm in.
0: I'm in. It's happening. I love characters being disguised as other character theories. That's the least. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> it's I, we, For the for the record, I'm on the side of she's an agent. I don't think she actually is Tammy, oh, but she's Tam- you know, be She's Tammy. Tammy. No, it'd be much more. It would be much more cathartic if she was actually Tammy.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah, research yeah. this more don't worry guys
0: <laughs> we have two weeks now to, uh, Okay, I, I was going to do a p- another panel next week but maybe we should have an hour discussion on is Trisha Lang Tammy hmm.
2: yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. this, is, this is the conversation mm. uh, no one needs but we're going to have it. I'm, I'm actually going to add
0: that to the panel for next week <laughs> I'm going to add that as a okay. question so be okay.
2: <laughs> what evidence do you have from this episode that supports that Trisha Lang is Tammy? Yeah, like, yes it is Trisha
0: Tammy, yes or yes? That'll be the question. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Good stuff from the three of you. Good panel here. Let us know what you thought in comments wherever you're listening. Subscribe to us for more Rick and Morty comment. And we'd love iTunes reviews. Um, You can. Uh, star ratings are great too i've seen a few of those but also reviews we'll read them at the end of one of our two podcasts every week uh put those on our there are rick and morty feed or our main feed both are great i'll check both of them and uh, that would help uh su- support uh, our rick and morty podcast and boost us up uh, the rankings a little bit um overly is so you can find everything you can consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our patrons especially our patron the podcast rachel aka rachel rose And thanks always to our pitching executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, Upcoming uh, podcasts include BoJack Stuff, BoJack Horseman, which you all should watch if you watch the show. I don't know. I don't know what else is coming up. More Mystic <laughs> More Mystic. Mystic- that's, the, uh, that's the show for Rick and Morty audiences. Yeah. Uh, we um, new Adventure Time. Oh yeah, Adventure uh, Time. We had an okay PO- Ko podcast go up. Um, yeah, a bunch of stuff. But we will be back next week, even though it's the off week with a panel. somewhere sometime midweek. So look out for that. And then of course, Rick Lantis mix up. We're very ahead for them not to actually go to Atlantis as April. So um, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and uh, that will be two weeks from. Sundays, last Sunday, so um, uh, check out all that stuff, and yeah, thanks guys very much for listening, we'll see you next time, Bye.
2: bye bye